0: Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. This episode of the All Around Joe Podcast is sponsored by one of my other sites, WeddingWad.com. WeddingWad is workouts designed for the bride that wants to look absolutely amazing on her big day. Check out the site if you're going to be getting married and you need a workout program or you know someone who is. We'd love to help you out. All right. On this episode of the All Around Joe podcast, I have my good friend, Scott Rodriguez, owner of Stoneway CrossFit that I'm going to be interviewing. I'm really excited for you to take a listen to this, especially if you're looking to start a CrossFit gym or if you just are interested in knowing how they work. I'm owner or... or looking to be a CrossFit gym owner just Scott has this great uh, charisma about him and I'm really excited for you to hear this podcast and this interview so without further ado I'm just going to jump right into it and I hope you enjoy the podcast if you have any any questions you can always contact me at joe at here we go all right, Scott, thanks for being on the podcast here today. So those of you who do not know Scott, I have Scott Rodriguez, the owner of Stoneway CrossFit in the Queen Anne area of Seattle, Washington here. And the reason that I want to have Scott on the podcast is he's built up a very successful CrossFit gym here in the Seattle area. And I know that a lot of you listeners are interested in how to start a CrossFit, how to get that off the ground. And I think Scott is a great, great resource to get that going. Um, so, Scott, how's it going today? Good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Good. So, I give people a little bit of an idea of where you come from, but why don't you go ahead and let us know a little bit about yourself and, you know, just so they get to know you.
1: All right. So, I am, uh, I previously spent time in the military and got out of the military wanting to actually go to college because originally I did not want to go to college. And I originally started doing nursing, so I really like helping people, being with people. And... uh kind of helping out with their health, and it happened to work that I moved from nursing into exercise science, and I, I think by a fluke, you know, I started being a personal trainer because I needed internship credits with my exercise science program, and uh, realized I really liked it, I felt that I was really good at it, and eventually developed into the, the business that I have now. Interesting. So you started off in the nursing program,
0: and then switched over to fitness. Exactly. What prompted you to, to get out of nursing? Or was it just that you liked fitness better? Or
1: So, to be 100% honest, I, uh, I finished my first year in nursing, like academically awesome. And it came down to a test that I was supposed to finish national average in, had three of them, and I didn't finish. National average in one of those. So I got dropped. So, two weeks started my, my senior year, I got dropped. So, I had to figure out what I was going to do for school wise if I was going to continue going to school or if I was going to switch my major because I was not going to be in the nursing program anymore. Gotcha. So, I, I picked exercise science and uh, just started moving forward. Just because I had so much science already done, I didn't have to do any other prereqs. Sounds like maybe a blessing in disguise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A good fail.
0: (laughs) Cool. So at what point did you decide that you wanted to branch into your own thing? And when did you, when did that happen? And when did you actually start the CrossFit gym?
1: Okay. So I had, I was working downtown as, as a personal trainer, just at a local gym. I'd been there for about three and a half years. I, I recently, I'd say probably nine months earlier, 12 months earlier, started crossfit myself just kind of participating in it training with one of my buddies and I knew as a personal trainer also kind of side side up to that I was working like 12 hours a day so you get up really early like at 4 30 and then you come home like 7 38 and I realized that I couldn't do that like when I was 50 or more likely I didn't want to do that when I was 50 right so I knew I had to either own my own gym or I need to do something else so uh it little by little had clients that would tell me to, hey, you know what, you should really start branching out. You should do your own thing. You're good enough to do that. Um but again, I, I didn't I was kind of scared to do that. So uh anyway, so I started making doing boot camps inside the gym. So I started creating programs just so I felt comfortable in the in the group setting. And then I branched out of there and started doing boot camps in the morning and then boot camps in the night, in the middle of the day, then I would go and do my day job, right? And at how long did you do that before you started your CrossFit gym? Exactly. So, I let's see. I did that. I, my first boot camp, I started in May and it was October 28th 09. So, it was in 09 that I, that I started this all, but October 09 is when I I opened up my affiliate.
0: Okay. Great. So, and when you open up that affiliate, did people from your boot camp come with you to
1: the affiliate? Yeah, exactly. So I had, I actually had 10 women part of my boot camp. My uh, company was called Fit by Focus. Nice. And I pretty much said, hey guys, this is what we're doing. We're not Fit by Focus anymore. We're stoneway Stoneway CrossFit. And, but that didn't really mean anything to the ladies at the time. Okay. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so it was an easy turnover when it came down to CrossFit because I was already using some of the methods that I had been doing my boot camp, like CrossFit, just because I was kind of experimenting a little bit as myself as a trainer. Makes sense. And were you a CrossFit coach at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I got certified in July 09, and that's when I started to officially kind of, you know, use myself as a CrossFit coach to market. Perfect. And I know that uh,
0: you started off kind of, what, sharing a space before you, well, relative to now where you're at now in your own space but can you tell us a little bit about how that got started and what your your thoughts are on sharing a space to, to start up
1: yeah absolutely so we i'll even go back before the space so i actually did everything out of a park so no rent no overhead in that realm at all um and it was three months later that i moved into a studio and I shared, so I think for overhead on that part, awesome. Because my rent was like 40, I think it was like 450, 450 a month. Um, so it wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of like uh, risk at hand because I didn't have, I didn't have uh, like utilities, I didn't have insurance, you know, for a whole for a whole place. So sharing a space, I, I think if you have to do it, awesome, right? If you can avoid it like the black plague, I would totally do that. <laughs> and why do you say that? Uh, just because you're gonna have different ideologies. You know you're, if, if you're sharing space with, with other trainers or other business owners, they might not have that same vision mm-hmm. what you have, and what you do might be too loud for them. Okay you know, What uh, your, their, your type of athletes might be too. Too intense for them. Makes sense. So there, there's a little bit of an intimidation factor, I think, that comes into play, and, and usually what happens is you have you bump heads a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So then, from sharing your
0: space, then you moved into the space you're at now. And how many square feet is that? And so, like, where do you went from a shared space to something that was a little bit bigger? And what transition was that? So, like when did you decide that you wanted to go from shared space to having your own space?
1: So, almost exactly like the nursing program and exactly like me working downtown, I was kind of pushed to that position. so I was uh, I had at a, a meeting with the owner of the facility that I was leasing from, and she let me know that it was time for me to find my own space. Perfect. so that 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 space that I moved from was maybe. Maybe two thousand square feet. Again, I was sharing it though, um, but the place that we moved into was it was actually twenty two hundred square feet, and it was all ours. Twelve hundred on the bottom, eight seventy five at top on the top. Um, my rent tripled, so I, I I was far enough in my business, like far enough in in revenue, that that was okay. It wasn't that big of a risk, but. This, I think the this, this space transition was 1,200 square feet of usable space okay. where I used to be at. And do you recall how many members you had at that time? Shoot. Um, I think I had like 60. 45 to 60. I'll okay. go with the lower number,
0: 45. Okay, so let's say about 45 members you jumped up to your own space. Yeah. Cool. Super nerve-wracking cool. (laughs) Let's take take a quick pause here. And I also want to ask you a question. We'll get jumped back into the, the gym questions
1: in just a second, but I want to step back and say, why CrossFit? Ah, good question, man. Um, because it's so universal, it doesn't matter what type of athlete you, you train or you are, you can, you can do CrossFit. That's the cool part. It's like all of our goals probably are different, but the same thing that we that we can do together as we can totally do CrossFit. Um, I think long term wise, it's the best thing. You're not using machines; it's all functional training, um, and the and the community. I think the community is king. I mean, the the, the program, the, the program, the methodology of it is is rock solid. But what comes along with it is a group of really really solid people. Mm-hmm. So. That, Absolutely. that's why that's why it's for me and why I want to do that yeah
0: and I feel exactly the same way so I think that that's awesome and just to have everybody hear why you think that it is, and you know how you express it is really important so that's cool um so jumping right back into how you got your gym and how you've been growing at what point so now you've actually taken the space that you started off with you grew that gym up to Do you know about how many members you had before you expanded your space again
1: Yeah. So we were, okay. So for everybody, we doubled our space, right? So we were like, what? Half of the building, Mm -hmm. maybe a third of the building. And uh, in April of this year, we took over the entire building. Um, Member wise, we were, I believe like 165. Okay. 165. So uh, advice that I was given before you ever expand is you need to be bleeding out your classes. Before you ever expand.
0: Sure. And
1: the the prime times that we were, we needed space. That's, that's the time that we needed it. Right. And what did you, what do you consider bleeding out? Oh, people are on their wait list. You know, you have the the prime times of your day, like your sixes, mornings and nights, maybe even like your, your five o'clock at nights and your seven o'clock in the mornings. And uh, depending on where you're located, maybe you're in a business district, maybe your, your 12s and your ones. Or, or whatnot, um, and people are having trouble getting in those spots, and people on the wait list, and it doesn't matter what if you do any other classes because those classes are, are the, the the money makers. Um, I, I think that's that's what the, the prime time classes, wait list, uh, people are having a hard time getting into your program. Okay, sounds good, and. What would
0: you consider in this process of growth that you've gone over the last few years, the biggest struggle that you've had?
1: Um, I think that the biggest struggle from starting from a, a small business owner, which is still small business, but as a single business owner growing and needing help and not asking help soon enough. So I think there'll be like an A and B to this answer, asking, asking for help and then coming, having systems down. Right. So when you start to grow and you don't have systems down, like it's really easy to fall apart. Okay. Um, like personally what I think is like when you own your own gym, like you got to be an A plus business owner, like, if you got through high school with like a 70% because that was just okay, like as a small business owner and a successful gym owner, you can't, you can't get away with that. Just because I think it's very personal what you do with the people, but also that you have to have a system down so people can respect it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you were going to redo this, start over from day one, when would you have brought on
1: help? Um... I, you know what, maybe I would have thought about it I would have I would have brought up on help, like just maybe asking little things of people right away, sure. like little things like when we were in the park, like I had all my equipment in my truck, right and i would I would go and bring the equipment out of my truck every day until one of my members was like, "Hey do you, do you want help?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure and then I and then the whole team you know helped out right you know so as little as that to. Maybe, you know, getting a really good tax accountant. <laughs> well, I knew that I love helping people, but I didn't realize what my vision was until I was like two years down the road. So in that, I would say, you know, develop a vision or figure out what you want to be around or what you want your company to resemble. And then build your company off of that. Sure. And do you have any advice for people
0: on exactly how they can figure out what their company or business should resemble or like how to figure out how to make it look like they want it to look like so that they don't have to go through the two years that you did to try and figure it out?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I think the, the thing that I, that I would first go to and, and it would be, you know, where do you like to spend most of your time at? You know, who do you like to spend your most time around? Um, you know, if you feed off of positive energy, you know, you feed off of positive people, then that's where you want to be at. You know, um, not a lot of people feed off of negative energy, right? And if they do, it's probably temporary. And I would say, you know, figure out who you want to be around. Just pick the person that matters the most or the group of people that matters the most to you. And go off of that. And that's the community. That's the, that's the company that, of type of people that you want to be around, that you want to build. So if you're getting a lot of attaboys and you love attaboys, then you start giving attaboys. You know? <laughs> if you like compliments, then you start giving compliments. And don't be fake, right? But be genuine about it. But just start going out of your comfort zone to give compliments to people and start building people up. And that's the type of community. Because once you start doing it... Right, And you're doing that to new members and those new members are going to think, oh my gosh, this is how life is here. And they're going to start doing it because it also feels really good to do that when you're letting some emotion out of you to give to somebody else. Absolutely. So give what you want to get. Yeah, exactly. Give what you want to get. Perfect. And
0: put together, you know, do you recommend people writing this down or how... How can they
1: jump to that mm. stage? You know, I would write it down. I would write down everything, right? Um, goes back to another thing that you didn't ask about, you know, like when you build a gym, you know, how are you going to do it? And I'd say like systems, like systems, systems, right? Um, but yeah, writing stuff down, being organized, you know, uh, being the best student of your, of your company that you can be. Sure. So sure. write it down because if you write it down, you'll you'll go back. You'll remember like you know old notes. You know when you're two years down the road from your from your business being open. Yeah, that's totally what I created because that's what I wanted to do. So oh,
0: makes complete sense.
1: And did you have do you have a system for writing that stuff down? Ooh, got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I I actually I mean yeah okay. So I have tablets and tablets and tablets of just notes I just write down. And a lot of the notes are simply like to-do lists that eventually kind of move into a system. But uh, like, you know me, like getting systems, that's that's my biggest challenge right now. So. Sure, I, I can imagine that
0: uh, for most people, we're not necessarily taught systems, especially not business systems or entrepreneurial systems. So Totally. You know, learning from someone or listening to what you, someone like you has to say and taking steps that you've st- learned from and implementing those in your business, if you're looking to start a CrossFit gym, will be huge
1: to jump forward in that process. Totally. Yeah, don't, don't wing it. Don't wing this, 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 uh, this idea that you have about opening up a gym. Like Plan that out. Have mentors. right? If you have questions, I mean, I'm totally open for, to answer you guys' questions because I had a few voices... Right? And they are totally willing to give up everything they had. That's why I'm totally willing to give up everything I have to share and kind of help out with the, with the community, you know? Um, but, yeah, pull somebody aside. Don't be that guy, right, that knows how to do everything.
0: Yeah, makes sense. I feel the same way. I look for mentors in everything that I do. True. So I'm with you 100% on that. And that's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a- anything else that comes to mind that I didn't ask you about? Um
1: no I think I already talked about equipment right like yeah so no I mean I'll, I'll go back to it again though don't spend money you don't have <laughs> I'll be, to be honest with you just don't spend money that you don't have don't spend money you don't have yeah one last story too I didn't, didn't tell this story yet so at our, when we were in the, in, the, in, the, in the park and when we are at our first location we had no squat racks right so do you think we still squatted Absolutely. Yeah, of course we did. We called we called them human racks. <laughs> so uh, we'd find the, the same height of people hopefully right and let's say that Joe's Joe's back squatting. Joe, what's your back squat right now? 425. Sweet, that's gonna be awesome. So myself and i am I'm I'm 5'4 by the way guys. So me and another guy, same height, we're gonna clean that bar to our shoulders, right? We're going to lift it up high so Joe can get in that rack, right? Because we're going to be a human rack. (laughs) He's going to get himself situated. He's going to adjust his feet. You know, we're still holding this bar, right? (laughs) And then Joe says, I got it. And then we let go, right? And then Joe does his reps. And then when he's done, he drops the bar on the ground. So, right? We didn't have racks in the beginning. So when we moved to our location, we can afford racks. It was like a luxury where we were at. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, you'll appreciate it. Uh, your your paycheck, your bank account will appreciate it, uh, but your members will totally appreciate it because they'll they'll experience the growth when you, as you experience it. So it's kind of like you're the new kid, or have it, you're the kid in the neighborhood with the new toy right and then all your friends get to play around with those news toys also so yeah it
0: makes sense
1: and yeah. you
0: get a really good clean or at least power clean trying to get that yes. barbell up onto some. yeah give like you a couple
1: of years to practice that and then
0: <laughs> barbell cleans easy <laughs> partner barbell cleans if you ever have a competition with partbell partner barbell cleans you're good exactly <laughs> awesome awesome well you know thank you so much for your time scott um it if you're ever in the Seattle area, I highly recommend that you stop by Stoneway CrossFit here in Seattle um, and see stop, see what Scott's got going on here. But uh, Scott, if anybody wants to get a hold of you or contact you or whatever, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, man, you can get me. Um, you can be on Facebook. I'm just Scott M. Rodriguez. Uh, I use the same thing for Instagram, Scott M. Rodriguez. Uh, same thing for Twitter, Scott M. Rodriguez, or at Scott M. Rodriguez. Um, but email is coach Scott at stoneway crossfit and yeah, visit our website guys. Uh, we're just at www.stonewaycrossfit.com and, uh, yeah, find
0: us there. Awesome. Awesome. Scott, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, guys, you should definitely hit Scott up if you have the opportunity. Cool, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We'll see you soon. All right. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to that podcast interview of Scott Rodriguez from Stoneway CrossFit and if you have any questions for Scott or myself you can always just shoot them through me if you like to at joe at allaroundjoe.com and remember I have a special for anyone listening to this podcast it is the five supplements that I cannot live without and you can pick that up at allaroundjoe.com slash top Five. That's allaroundjoe.com slash top five for the five supplements that I cannot live without. All right, guys, the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. See you on the next podcast.